Hi and welcome back to another episode of 117 Weekly. We're back again with another sort of Premier League roundup, so we'll take you through a few of the key games that happened over the weekend. So the first game I wanted to start off with is Everton. They uh, they lost 2-1 at Burnley. Not at Burnley, to Burnley at home. Um, that's a good three points for Burnley, but 10 losses now for Everton and they need to start winning these games if they want to get in the top four, don't they, Mark? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not sure um, if Everton were ever sort of really in a top four race. I think they were sort of clinging on for a lot of the season. Nah, to um, be fair, they were. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, they were top of No, I'm two, saying, I know, but I ne- ago, they were. Did anyone ever have faith that they were going to like get top four? I never thought they were going to make it, but I, I, I didn't never see it. No, after the like, when... I think they went like a few, like two points or something off. Or not even that. Like I think they had, like if they'd have won the games in hand, they would have been yeah. in it. That's the thing, because when when um, it was I think it was mid January, Leicester, Man City, Man U were all at the top, separated by about two points. Man U yeah. and Leicester never thought we were. We ne- never in a title race, you know what I mean? Never. Um, but I think that was the same with Everton, and now what they they are five points behind. Yeah, but even now they've got a game in hand, so like yeah. they, they always seem to have that game in hand as well. <laughs> they've had it the whole but time. they don't win it; they always lose it. That's the thing. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Um, um, but no, I, I thought Burnley played really, really well. To be fair, all, for all the um, criticism Everton received, I think yeah. Burnley of late it started with the Leicester game when they um, played really well, and I think they drew against us. Then they went to Arsenal. Then Arsenal, I think, drew as well. They just picked yeah. up a lot of results. Even even when um, even when they were really struggling, like at the start of the season, you just know that Dyche can sort of turn things around within the yeah. space of a season. He's got a blueprint so, that just works. Are they yeah. still in it for you then, the relegation battle, Burnley? That's what I was just going to ask. We'll say, do you think they're safe now? Um, or are they still I in it? So. Uh, I, would, I would say I'd said they are from the start of the season, but the, this, my, it's like this when you said earlier, Everton are in it even though the points say they are. I think Burnley, they're, they're not in a relegation battle, but the points still say they are. Yeah, like Southampton are on the same points as them, aren't they? So like um, I'd say Southampton are in it, but they're, they're also sort of not at the same time because they just can't see how they go down. I know um, Everton have had quite a lot of injuries, but even still, you that team that they had out has got to beat Burnley. Let's be real. It's, it, and the, the way that they played against them as well, they didn't really create a lot of chances. It was quite negative. And, um, yeah. If they are to get Champions League, then they'll have to start winning these games at home. They've, they've really struggled at home. I think they've lost four or lost five. They, they, they just sort of... I almost think they just think it's easier than it is. Like, oh, we can beat these teams, so we should better beat these teams easily. But then... Realistically, you just got to look at the, re- the recent results and think, actually, no, we can't beat these teams. <laughs> what we've lost now? Sort of like a... Sort of like a typical um, Everton result. And they always seem to lose these games at Goodison, don't they? Yeah. Uh, they've, they've lost, yeah, Newcastle, Leeds, uh, Fulham, Burnley now. I'm trying to think what else. There's a, there's a few more, though, isn't there? But, um, it should have been... I think it should have been three or four in the first half for Burnley. They had a lot of chances. A lot of chances. That Dwight McNeil goal, though, my God, that was right. Oh, yeah. Brilliant. Your boy, Mark. Yeah, brilliant goal. What did you make of it then, Greg? The um, the Everton result, the performance overall? <laughs> Expected. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, like Scott says, every time we play a team that uh, aren't in the top half or uh, are lower down, then especially at home, we're just terrible. I mean, I think we've won two out of the last nine or something like that. Um, it's not good enough, really. It's not um, the form you need to be getting so far, is it? No, it's not. It's not. And there has to be some sort of, you know, solution if you want to, if you still want to fight for that top four, because we got, we have, got, we have been very lucky this weekend with results going our way. Um, and, as as you look at the table, I mean, it still looks like we're in it, in the, in the race for the top four. But it's it's you've got to improve, definitely got to improve at home. It's just it's honestly it's not good enough. And um, yeah, you should be beating them teams. It's generally it's generally easy money because the teams that come to Everton, the bookies give Everton quite good odds to win. Not um, and obviously the away team because they expect them to lose somehow. But I don't understand how you can expect these sort of teams like Burley to go there and lose. Because the blueprint is that they do go there and win every time. Greg, are you still quite confident of finishing in the top six? I know you, I think you're clinging on now for six. Tottenham are 
one point behind you in seventh. Is that still quite a realistic finish for you? I think I think we'll finish in the top six. Um mm. but that's just that's just on the basis of um our manager and, and we'll pick up points that we're not expected to pick up. Um, yeah. but I mean if if you did want to challenge for the top four and, and you you hear everyone talking about it because of where we are in the in the table, then you've got to sort out your home form. It's just it's not good enough. I mean, we've beat the likes of Arsenal and, and Chelsea. Um, and drew with Leicester at home, but when when the likes of Burnley come, um, I mean Bar Southampton, we, we get beat. Even against well, Southampton, you weren't amazing. Like it could have gone either way. I think you've no, no. Southampton were terrible. Southampton were terrible that day. Yeah, they were in a really awful vein of form as well at the time, and you weren't yeah. even one nil. I mean, I, I one nil who cares? You used to winning it, but you weren't. Yeah. What was like a mesmerising victory or anything like that? What sort of effect, though, do you think that the injuries have had on Everton? Because obviously it's, I mean, I, I do like to think that um, Leicester are a bit further ahead of Everton there, but in their development and as a club. But in terms of like squads and things like that, it's quite similar because you've always got a lot of injuries now as well. Is that sort yeah. of playing a factor to it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's not like we've had, um, it, it doesn't really look like that we've had loads of injuries in terms of, um, other teams because it looks like they've had injuries loads like especially Leicester looks like you've had multiple injuries because it's all mm. been at the same time whereas with Everton it's been we've had one player injured comes back and then the next player gets injured yeah. um, mm. and that that's literally just happened I mean Alan was out <laughs> for the best part of three months injured came back and then played the game and then Decore got injured and now he's out for eight to ten weeks so um, yeah we, we haven't with injuries, it hasn't been, it hasn't helped us. But I still believe that there's only so far that you can talk about injuries because every team has them. How long is Hammers out for? Sorry, Erskine. Uh, it's it's the internationals, and then he he says he's back for that because he says he's been playing at about seventy percent match match fitness, um, but he wants him at a hundred percent for the rest of the season. So yeah, he's okay. gonna he's gonna wait. Yeah. Do you know about this, like, when you said that, like, Alan, so Alan was injured and then Dakari was in and then he got injured when he came back. Yeah. Do you, think, do you know there's that thing where if you've got, a, like, a bad knee and you don't get it changed, then you end up getting another bad knee because you end up relying on it too much. Do you think that's sort of a thing that could be occurring in the football terms, in that Dakari's having to do so much more work because Alan isn't playing, that then he runs himself in the ground so he ends up getting injured himself and then you just swap <laughs> him in? Is I don't that, know. It's got, I've gone weird places there, but... It does seem a bit like that could be occurring. He's broke a bone in his foot, I think. All oh, right, broke the bone, it. yeah. So it's not, it's not entirely that. Um, but there is, there is one injury that stands out. I think, um, it hasn't been mentioned that that much by anyone because everyone's forgot about him. And that's um, Gababin. Is, is that how you say it? All you? Gababin. Gababin yeah. is the correct pronunciation. Well, he's, he's been out for two years. <laughs> Two years. Yeah, how do you even know if that's a bad injury? Not a bad injury, like an impactful injury then, because you've never seen him play. No, he did. He had him. He, he played two games, got injured. Oh. Done his... World beater in them two games. Done his thigh or something, and then came back. And as he was coming back, done his Achilles in training. And then he done something else. So he's had three injuries. He's been <laughs> he, out for two years. He's destined for a, a low end league and team or something like that. Isn't it? Is he? He came in for at least was it twenty two three million? Was it twenty five million? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. What a sign. We've got that going on with Adam Forshaw at the moment. He's been out for over a year. <laughs> I think that's a bit. That doesn't hurt as much because he's Adam Forshaw. We, we we lost him last September. Not the September just gone. The he, September the year before. Good and then he's yeah, player, still back yet. Yeah, it's about over a year and a half ago. So is Alan Forshaw a £25 million pound sign? <laughs> no, yeah, I think we're £5 million. But it's a simple scenario. Give me credit. Yeah, it is crazy, though. And, and you look at it and you think, I mean, I don't know about you, Mark, with Leicester, but I look yeah. at us and think we need, we, we need better players in the positions. And I'm not just talking about starting players. I'm talking about yeah, squad players. Your depth is so mm. thin. Like, yeah. Do you know when we compare Leicester and Everton? I, yeah. I would agree that they're sort of similar teams, but I'd say Leicester are better, as yeah. the table shows. The I team think, yeah, by my, I think what, what is it, everything. What is the mix? Leicester better. I, like, what do I they do that is Leicester, better? I think Leicester play better football than Everton. 
Um, I've got a bit of squad as well. Yeah, we do it's, it's, it's not massively different, though. It's not massively different. The centre-halves are 10 times better than yours. No, no that's, I think that's an opinion, because I think Sionchu's terrible. No, what about no, Evans no, no, no. and Fafana? They walk Evans, into your Johnny team. Johnny Evans has passed his best. He's a no. He still walks into your team. He Do you know what? No, no. I'm if if, if, if you're making a joint squad, you, you put, you're putting Fafana and Ben Godfrey next to him, I think. I think I two young centre-backs. I back that, I haven't been honest. I would back that. Two young centre-backs. And then you've got the likes of, I mean, Lucas Dean, definitely. And then... Yeah. Ricardo Pereira. I think you're that's combined eleven here. No, yeah, but I mean, if, if if you went through, because you got you got Schme- you got Schmeichel in goal, and then you got yeah, but the, the midfield would be all left, wouldn't it? The midfield would be all left. Indeed, he's still in Madison. I'd argue that it wouldn't. I'd argue yeah. that it wouldn't. No, I, I'd have. Right, have Gordon Greg, let him make his Who's getting in instead? Because I'd agree with Leicester being the whole midfield. Who are you putting in? I, I like I like Wilfred Ndidi, right? I like him as a player. He's oh, no one's going to come in. He's set up an Alan. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say Alan. I will, move, a little I will move on to... If you say Alan, I'm moving on to the next <laughs> No, but I, I, in, in, in my Don't opinion, be silly. it's not like Ndidi's unbelievable. In terms yeah. of, he's not. He's not. I, don't, I think Ndidi's, I don't, a, good, Ndidi's a good player. But Very good if, player. If, if this, this is why I don't think Leicester are miles ahead of Everton because if you look at the, yeah. the squads ahead of Leicester, the players that just the likes the two, of Man, United and Man City have got are just better as well. I think Yori Tielemans, right, he's getting any team. I think I, he's getting I any team. Tielemans. I think he's brilliant. But yeah, he's I think brilliant, the others, yeah. I think um, Madison, <laughs> Madison's a very good player, but there's better players than him. Um, yeah, well, for Everton. No, no, well, well, yeah. Not I in the league, he's, he's talking on his day. Gordon, on his day is better than James Madison. Yeah, but you, you play him out wide, really, don't you? So that's yeah, but if, but if if he played in the centre, you you would. I, I, you're talking world class. Yeah, James yeah, Madison, who's a very good player. <laughs> it all boils down to it, right? If I had to do a combined team. I'd have Luca Dina. I'd have Richarlison on the left. Uh, I'd have on the right and I think that's all I'd have from everything you wouldn't have Harvey Barnes in there you, you that's, that's the thing Richarlison or Harvey Barnes is, is quite You've a good one now no Richarlison for me on it when he's playing he's, well I, 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 I think he's a personally I think he's overrated but it's very close between them I'd tell you an interesting one then right and I'm going to have an interesting opinion on this the managers, you see, generally, if I could have either right now, I, I swear on my life, I'd have Brendan Rodgers. I, I honestly would. <laughs> if you know what, you're arguing, you you yeah, you are arguing that Leicester have got a better squad, yeah, and then you're saying that Brendan Rodgers is a better manager. No, but you're so saying it because we play better football, I think. Yeah, no, you, you do play reasons, better yeah. football, you do play better football, but I think when, when Everton get, or when Ancelotti has, what, two, the best part of two transfer windows... I think when he's got his team, Everton will pick up more results. Not, you don't not, need to have your team to. You can, you can, you can still play the football, the no, nice do, football without. To have, you do need to have your team because if the players aren't good enough that you've got, or the players no, but, that no, you but your team is your team's better than Leeds' team, and we still manage to do it. So why can't you do it? Because no, it, I'm not being funny. How long has Bielsa been at Leeds? Three years. Okay, so he's been Ancelotti's been at Everton for one year. Right. He won't be there for yeah, no, but, but bear in mind, Greg. Yeah, the yeah, first, first yeah, game we played. I don't think he's not a lot. He's not a long-term project but manager. He said he said about the um, the new stadium in 2024 that he wants to be there, and he's got a four and a half year deal at Everton. No, but Greg, my point is that Bielsa was playing that from day dot. It wasn't like he's playing yeah, now. That's his that's his style of football, Carlo Ancelotti, right? I mean, it's he's boring. never been he's never been a manager that's gone. Oh yeah, let's play free flowing football like Bielsa. He's not like that. He's not like Brendan Rodgers, where let's play football, let's play. It's mainly let's be solid and then let's let's hit them on the bacon score. And and you know in the in the bigger games this season, you look at the likes of we've been to Spurs, we've won at Spurs, we drew at Man United, and we've won at Liverpool. That that in yeah, I, I know Liverpool, that I get that. Yeah, but is this, that's not really a good comparison because Rodgers has got the best top six record. So if we're doing it like that, then it's not really an argument. No, but I'm I'm saying right. The argument is what's well. I can go back to it. What Brendan Rodgers won and what Carlo Ancelotti won. Because but I, I, I don't think that's no, I don't think point. That's, you can't really measure it. How on earth could 
Rodgers have won anything when he hasn't been at the clubs t- to be able to win anything. The top clubs don't want him, and he's been, no, at, I, he's been at a top club. He was at Liverpool with the well, best. Spurs want him, do they? Spurs want Brendan Rodgers. Well, wanting club. someone and getting someone is two different clubs. I think, I think what Spurs it is, aren't that big a club. Well, they're bigger than you. They're not big. They're not that big a club, though. But they're not. They're not AC Milan. They're not Real Madrid. They got to the Champions League final, though. They're not AC that, Milan. That, they're not Real Madrid. I'll say it again because they're not. No, but I didn't the, the, say they were. They are a big club, though. They're not buying. You're saying big clubs. You're saying big clubs don't want Brendan Rodgers. Well, they yeah. clearly do. They don't. If you if you are arguing that Spurs are anywhere near the like, I didn't, I didn't say Munich, that. Real Madrid. When did that when? You said big club. I've given yeah, you a big, big club. club. Tottenham Hotspur. Spurs aren't a big club. Tell me what yes, Spurs are. I reckon. I reckon won. there's a lot of Man United fans now that are having. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm going to say that because I know quite a few. What Spurs We're not talking about what Tottenham have won. You can't dispute that they're not a big club. That's on the basis of being a big club. No, the media profile. Manager at Everton is thing at the moment. Spurs are miles bigger than Everton. Yeah. Uh, Well, in terms of being in the league, they're not. In terms of club size, only because the media put them in the top six, they are. But if you're talking about long term as as a whole history, then right. Do you want to talk about the twenties then? When when we (laughs) win titles, do you want to do that? I tell you what I will say about. The Ancelotti thing and Rogers thing. The reason Rogers, I think you could argue, doesn't maybe get the big jobs is because if I'm in, if my team are in the Champions League final and for one game I could have either manager, I'm taking Ancelotti in the day of the week. And I think that's the that's the main sort of thing that it boils down to. The fact that you could argue for Ancelotti is the fact that when it comes to it, he does he does succeed. Yeah, but Premier League is a 38 game season, isn't it? No, precisely, <laughs> which is why they're not doing as well. I think. The, the knockout games in Europe, if they're in New York next year, might suit them quite well, actually. Well, I think the thing with Ancelotti is... I'm going to say, the thing, thing with Ancelotti is he's... I think he's there for short-term success. Whereas if you want someone to come in, build the profile of the club, develop young players, play good, attractive football, then Rodgers is your man. And I think... Well, that's why I, don't, well, no, I, don't, I disagree. I disagree. Build the profile of your club. I'm sorry. If, if you've got... Brendan Rodgers as your manager or Carlo Ancelotti as your manager. <laughs> the profile of your club is well higher. Yeah, but, when you've got okay, Carlo but Rodgers will still do that as well. Not necessarily, he won't. It's what he's done to Leicester. Leicester in about Mark and more than this. No, Where he 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 no I get that. He's made he's made the team better. He hasn't built the profile of the club. Yes, he has. Yeah. He's made no. him top four content. He literally made Leicester fans and... and Fans around the country think they were a top four club. Like Ranieri flukes that title win. Let's be honest. Oh, that's well, not that's, that's not downgrading the chief. That is not. We're not in the position to do that. I hate when people say fluke. Yeah, no, I does my head in as well. I'm a Leicester fan. We were ten points clear in first. Yeah, but what the season? The following season, where did you finish? Yeah, but I don't think that's got any relevance to the achievement. Yeah, but no, what I'm, what I'm, no, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm, I'm relating this to Rodgers because he's built them into a contending football club. No, he's he's built a very good team and he's built them into a top four side or definitely a competing top four side, but. What I'm saying is, is he built the profile of the club because Leicester, yeah. Leicester are never yeah. going to be Leicester are never going to be a big club, a really. I tell you what, you know, no, before no. before Brendan Rodgers came in, we would never ever been able to attract players like Yuri Tillemans from Monaco ever. I disagree. When you the... win the league, no, no, no. Even then, we were, we. I think the the year we won the league, our biggest signing was Islam Slimani, who came from Sport in Lisbon. And right. he sold the biggest. One of the biggest players in Danny Drinkwater, that's exactly well. since Rodgers well, came in. It's 35 it. million Slimani or something, Some, yeah, 32, I think. Yeah, cracking <laughs> player, then by <laughs> our standards, Greg. <laughs> that's what no, I'm, I'm saying. He's I definitely just... built the profile of the club because you'll see this summer. I know with COVID and everything, it'd be slightly different, but we will be able to attract obviously a, a very, very good striker that will replace James Hardy. You, you like that is that's what I'm talking about. He's built us up from. You can't dispute. I still right. think in the summer, if a player were to choose between Leicester and Everton, right? You go to I Leicester, 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 Leicester. go to Everton every time. No, he does. Yeah, he does. I think he does. So, Leicester will be playing Champions League football then. On no, but on the basis of like the the players who've played under under Ancelotti, if if we both went for them, say like Everton go for a Real Madrid player. Right, Everton, yeah, but Everton are likely to get him, and these well, yeah, are top. Oh yeah, we've already had a relationship with Ancelotti. That's different. If you're yeah, talking about, if you're talking about a player who's never played for Rodgers or Ancelotti, 
They look at the Premier League table last year. Leicester finishing top four. Everton finish Europa League places. They're not going to choose Everton. I like where Greg Tillman's point. I just don't think he's right for Everton. Because I still think a player who goes to, say, Arsenal over Leicester. That's what I think. But I don't think Everton are as big as Arsenal. So that sort of thing. And I, I get the Angelotti draw. But for me, they go Leicester all day long. I know this is controversial, and I'm not. I'm not comparing us to this club, but I think like Leicester in recent years are becoming like the brushy Dortmund of English football in terms of like bringing in young <laughs> that talent. Sounds silly when Wait, you say it. Oh, well, done it. Yeah. No, let me finish. <laughs> in terms of bringing in like bringing in young talent and developing them, I think a lot of young players in European football would look at Leicester yeah. and think, "I'll go there to develop myself as a player." I understand what you're saying. I can yeah. see the comparison. Uh, yeah, but these players, Eric Haaland, the, he, if if he was going really? to today's market or whatever you want, <laughs> is this his brother? Haaland, <laughs> Eric. Eric. Eric that's his English name, man. <laughs> if if he was to go in today's market, he'd go for over a hundred and something million. Jaden Sancho the same. But if you're looking at Leicester, I mean, do you mean Jamie Sancho? <laughs> no, I don't but mean, I I don't mean it, players Jonathan who are like already world class. I mean players who are young, hungry, young, ready to develop into one of yeah, those. Yeah, he's right. Sort of I can players. see the comparison definitely. Yeah, but Howland doesn't. Howland doesn't go to Leicester, does he? He goes. I'm not saying. Stop, I know. I literally said players who are young, hungry, yeah, ready to develop that aren't yeah. world class that want. No, to but Howland wasn't before he went to Dortmund, and now he is. So no, but what I'm saying exactly. Is, that's what Mark's saying. No, but what, yeah, well, exactly. But what I'm saying is that they go to Brushy Dortmund over Leicester all day, don't they? Like yeah, Haaland, yeah, if, but... if, if Brushy Dortmund are in for Haaland, which they were, and they've got him, and Leicester were also in that race, he goes Brushy Dortmund all day long. Yeah, but Le- he's, what he's saying is sort of Leicester is like a small scale Dortmund. Sort of. Yeah. Well, Leicester's issue is they're not a big club. No, they're not. That's the. They're not a big club. Well, why is that issue? Not... Because we're building it into one. No, it doesn't. Doesn't make a difference, honestly. At the minute, I'll tell you players, what. In ten years' time, right? In ten years' time, if if Brendan Rodgers stays or whatever happens with Leicester, if we, we continue to develop, titles, though, Mark. you're not going to be doing that. But if we can continue to develop and finish like top four season after season, we'll start to be like the mentality of the club will start to grow. That's yeah, but that what how it's going to happen. Still, I still naturally. think. I still think we're forgetting something. The likes of Cashbus Michael, Johnny Evans, Jamie Vardy. They're all getting on. Yeah, but they're replaceable. Vardy's the most yeah. difficult one, but Schmeichel and Evans are replaceable. Aren't they? Well, Vardy is irreplaceable, if, if you'd ask me. Um, yeah, but, but Evans and Schmeichel, you can replace them, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're brilliant players. But... I, but the got problem is, Matt, you're going to lose. You lose a big player every summer. That This is the issue. You've got to start holding on to these players. You lost Chilwell again this summer. You would be well. The Chilwell one's a bit of a sure top four now. Losing, honestly, I've, I've I've seen many interviews. It was actually. No, but how about the year before then when you lost Maguire? It was I know you may have got good money. Yeah. He was still when he he was still a good centre half. Yeah, out. and we've had this conversation, and then we replaced him with Siunchu, and he actually turned out. No, but that's not Maguire. a big club. Doesn't do that. A big club just keeps on its best players. Man United don't sell best players, do they? Yeah, but if it's helping us, if we kept Maguire, we wouldn't be in third position. It's just sort of gradual growth, isn't it? Like. Yeah. Getting a play for cheap, selling them for more, replacing them. I know, but that's them not just... going to turn them into a Man City, I know, but it, it's eventual, it's eventual. Yeah, but eventual, you can only go so far with eventual. We're not going to be a selling no, club no, in two Because no. eventually, they will get to a point where they don't have to sell. Leicester won't be a big enough club in two or three years' time to better hold on to these big players. They'll always want to go to bigger clubs. This is the issue yeah. you've got. If 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 uh, Man United coming from, if um, even Man City coming from, I know they're not a massive club, but the success they're getting, Almost warrants that they are. Even Chelsea, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Barcelona, but all them teams. If any of them come in for your players, they're off. That's what's going to. If be. you, what I'm saying, no is, Champions League, you said not. you can't build it in ten years, but I'd say about fifteen or so years ago, Tottenham were obviously a decent-sized club, but no one was saying that they were a big European club. No one was saying that. You know the profile of the club was. was as far they as were, I'm they concerned, they were exactly in the same position as, as, far as I'm concerned, they were selling Mark. Berbatov. They were selling they're still their best. not. No, but back then they were selling their best players and replacing. I know, them. but like, as far as I'm concerned, concerned, they're still not a massive. They're not huge, no. Okay, but they're they're, but but they're, they're spoken in more of a higher category than Leicester. They're spoken as a top six side. No one says they've got no a very good team Tottenham. and they've got very good players, but I know, but um, no one speaks about Tottenham not being able to keep all of the best players. That's what I'm saying. The mentality would shift if we can I manage to build the club that, for the next ten years. There's been a debate about Harry Kane leaving for so long because he's at Spurs. Yeah, 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 but that's on a massive scale where Harry Kane's probably too no, but, that, but, but if he was playing for another club, they wouldn't be taught. 
Well, no, because Ronaldo left Man U when they won three titles. Yeah, three titles in four years. Yeah, but they let him go, and he went to Real Madrid. He was. Well, they didn't let him go. They they wanted to keep him. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's just on a bigger scale where it's just you just sell the players, not because you can't keep hold of them or you, because you don't want to. You can't, you can't relate Ronaldo's transfers from Man United to Real Madrid to any of you selling your big players, can you? No, no, I can't. I, I don't understand <laughs> how you can do that because Man United are arguably Leicester well, are nowhere not, near that. Let's not get into stuff like that. <laughs> no, no, Leicester are um, in the top 25, probably. We'll, we'll, stay, we'll stay on Leicester, though. Um, <clears throat> obviously, I want to talk about their game. They beat Sheffield United 5 0. Um, is that one of the best performances you've seen this season, Mark, or is it just reflective of how poor Sheffield United are? Um, I think it's a bit of both. In terms of like our most dominant display, then it would definitely be yesterday. Because I think Sheffield United didn't even register a shot on target. No, so, didn't. in that respect, it was probably our best performance. But the things that the key takeaway from the game is the, the relationship between Vardy and Inacho has really developed. And they're coming into form just at the right end of the season, or at least Inacho is. Um, and he's had to. He's had to step up with Madison now, with Barnes out, with Pratt out, these key players that have been injured. And he's stepping up just at the right time, which gives me confidence now for top four. Because if he's performing, then that sort of fills the void that especially Barnes and Madison have, have left. Do you know what, going on to this, like, big, again, big club thing, yesterday was the first time I thought, you know, that is a proper, like, big club performance. Like, that's sort of a Man City-esque performance. That's a Liverpool prime performance. They didn't have a sniff in Sheffield United yesterday. They didn't not like they even touched the ball. Like, they, Man, uh, not Man City, <laughs> Leicester absolutely annihilated him. And I knew yeah, it, it was about United, But it was the sort of performance where it's like, yeah, that's, that's still yeah, it just gives you so much confidence as well because you always want to win the game before the international break, don't you? Because you always want to go into the internationals or whatever, come back full of confidence. And now we might be able to get Madison back after the international break, which will be huge, which is why you're starting to hear me sort of sound a bit more confident about top four. As Scott, you know, I wasn't a few weeks. Well, you're, you're back, you bounce from one extreme to the other. You are getting six. <laughs> I did, I did. It, well, it's purely because I didn't expect Ian Acho to. I didn't think these players would step up when they have. Like, like I said to you, Scott, um, sort of when someone gets injured, you always, you know, it can be an opportunity for other players, but I didn't think Ian Acho would take it, and he really has. He's been absolutely brilliant. Really, I, really I'd still say I won't get, like, you've got two hard games coming up. So. Because it could go, it could be you could pick up another injury and then it could be it. What I'm saying, you don't but, want to. But we're out of our last nine games, I think five of them you'd expect us to win. So if we can win, maybe win like four of them. If you don't win. If you don't win the games you expect to win. You win the games you expect to lose usually. Well, we, I mean, we like your, your record against the top six is brilliant, but then that makes your record against the, the teams that you should beat not as good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, it won't yeah. be as good, but it's still we still you know more often than not beat the the lower teams. No, you don't. I don't think that's true, did, actually. Did you not, in, in the first half of the match yesterday, um, it said fewest home um, percentage wins or something. Leicester yeah, yeah. was the lowest of 35. Yeah, but that's because our away, that, but that's a bit of a, like one of those stats where you're not actually... Because, obviously, if you've got the best away record in the league, which we do, you're always going to have one of the worst home like percentage records in the league. Yeah, so no, it's, but, it's sort of a downfall of our own success, that stat. No, I, I get I get that, Matt, but it still doesn't take away that that is a record. So you've got you've got at home still coming up West Brom, Crystal Palace, Newcastle. You won't win all them games. There's there's no doubt in my mind you will definitely Why? drop points there. Because I the think blueprint, the blueprint suggests that that is what happens. Because if you look at well, the we beat Newcastle, yeah. we beat West Brom. Even even all the way from home, all the way from home. All right, well, our away record is the best in the league. So that would yeah, no, but I'm on, about home, I'm on about home record here. And the fact is, you will drop points in one of them games. That was going to occur. Well, we might do, but luckily, we've, we've got a, what is it, nine-point cushion off fifth with nine games to go. You'd surely expect us to win enough games to get top four. Is that what you're saying? We're going to drop out? I'm not, well, I guess I am alluding to that. I'm not sure. You're starting to make me believe now you might get it. Because even though you beat Sheffield United, it's the, the manner of that really put out, generally put out a statement for me. But mm. no, I, the, so are you still what? confident that we'll drop out, Scott? I would say you're going to finish fifth, yeah. But then I'm, the problem is I, I've got Liverpool in the top four still, and but if they lose tonight, <laughs> I, I really am then starting to think that's that's probably game over. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, more about Sheffield United actually, Scott. You said that you think they'll lose every single game now until the end of the season, didn't you? They've got to come to Goodison yet. 
True. That's what's worrying. Don't beat yourself up, Greg. No, you're good. Oh no, they are good in Goodison, yeah, because you played yeah, you won at that place, didn't you? Yeah. I'm excited, we've got them coming up as well. So we should well, the, the thing is with Everton is that we've we've said it quite a lot of times, it is <laughs> the fact that um you can put on a really good run of, of, of form and then you can lose one or two and then it's you've sort of the mentality of the club. I d I don't know what you feel, Greg, but um like nice. I'm not actually confident looking at Everton anymore. Let's talk about Sheffield United. Let's talk about Sheffield United. Instead, we we did about a good half hour on Everton. Today. <laughs> well, that's true. Um, yeah, Everton yeah. Leicester. Um, <laughs> yeah. That that old conversation. If, but, I um, look, if I look at Sheffield United's next games, they've got Leeds. I, I hate predicting Leeds, but I, I'd hope we'd go for we'd get a win there. They've got Arsenal, Wolves, Brighton, Spurs, Crystal Palace, Everton, Newcastle. Um, Burnley and besides Everton they're going to lose every game I think yeah. <laughs> surely by that Equally. stage Everton must have must, must have figured out how to play at home surely. no I, I'm, I am joking I do think you'll win I, I, hope, I hope you're right Scott because <laughs> with that prediction they'll finish on less points than we did well I think you're, that happens even when you got in um, Stuart Seaver I always say his name <laughs> Stuart. I swear you lost a, basically every game. We we um we got a couple of draws. We drew to Man United and Southampton. Uh, we beat Wolves and we lost the rest. I think we drew to Cardiff as well, actually. Well, can you? But I think Hickenbottom's even worse than Seaver. So <laughs> I don't know about that. Seaver got one winning eighteen games. Yeah, but Jack. Chris Wilder managed for 227 games, conceded five goals once. Heckingbottom's been in charge for one game. Yeah, I saw that stat. It's like Wilder never lost by uh, more than three, did it? Which is no. still some sort of irrelevant stat. But this management is it spells a lot of trouble for Sheffield United. I think it's such an awful appointment. Shouldn't like, they've just appointed him because he did yes, man? Yeah, they're a bunch of yes, man. Like they've brought in that Tyndall from Bournemouth as part of the team and. He's he he's awful at Bournemouth at the start of the season. Like, yeah, he's really left them in trouble for. Went, on, went on a huge loss streak. It, I, I just it, look, it's very it's very Huddersfield Town of Sheffield United that really is. What, like, what do you think about the sacking of Wilder then? Because we've almost jumped ahead of the gun here. Yeah, you didn't. It wasn't. It sacked. wasn't. It wasn't a sacking though. It was it. It was the no, but, no, but it's one of them where you generally think that he's probably. They've probably said to him, "Look, if you don't leave, walk, we'll we'll sack you." Yeah, it was because they had a bust up, didn't they? It's because just, Wilder wanted a director of football. Uh, he didn't want a director of football um, coming in for the. He, basically, he wanted to take them back up in the in the following season. He wanted to keep a lot of their key players and, and not sell, but. Prince, I've thought of thought else. Like, he obviously he thought they wanted. Go on. I was just going to say, he obviously thought that um, uh, he wanted to sell players to make some of the money back that they would have lost for getting, yeah. getting relegated. I don't know if they're going to sell, though, because they don't have. I know they've got Sander Berg in midfield. Well, some people have come in for like. McGoldrick's like, 34, he won't leave. No, McGold- McGoldrick's his time's done. The only one I can see, but yeah. he haven't played this year, is probably Jack O'Connell at centre half. He's been but he's been injured all year. But so. Burke is, I'm telling you, Ollie Burke is not a good footballer. He yeah, he's got league. pace though, so he will. Sander Burke good money for Sander Burke. Yeah, no, Sander Burke's the only one I see, but I can't like, Ollie Norwood. No, but they're all, they're all, not, they're all 30, 31. Billy really Sharp. Yeah, they're Bash. all in the 30s. These, these, are, these are top performers. They are, really they're well. in trouble oh, next season oh, you know, for me. Oh, you know, sell the goalkeeper. He's terrible, but they'll sell him. <laughs> Who's going to buy him? I don't know who buys him. This is what I mean. Like you, look at like, you look at like the Norwich team where you've got a lot of young players that are quite sort of attractive. Tim Krull's a better keeper than Ramsey. They won't bring him. Who is? No, I'm not, I don't mean Norwich, but some, someone, will, someone will buy well, him. I'd say David Ray from Brentford's a better keeper than Ramsdale. There's no, I don't know Freddie Woodman as well. For, um, for yeah, but Ramsdale would still be one of the best keepers in the Championship, wouldn't it, if though he was to go there? Well, do you think do you think people like Lee Moose could leave then? He's maybe someone. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. someone who'd either go or he'd stay, and he'd still be. He just wouldn't cut it in the championship. You see that happen with a lot. But like Andre Gray, he's just bang average now. The wing backs, I think they might go for a bit. 
Vogelmeyer. But who, who, I don't know who back. This is what I mean. I exactly. Guess. They have got sellable assets, though, don't they? And if, if Prince Abdullah wanted to let go of some of these players, Amara didn't. Well, I don't know. Like, I, I see. I, the only one I see is Sander Berg. I don't see any of them going for big money. Listen, I'm, I'm talking over 10 million. Yeah, I think a few go for 10 million, Christ. Have you yeah. not seen the market lately? O'Connell, Sanderberger, maybe John Egan. Maybe John Egan. I'd say so. How about Brewster? Yeah, he'd get £10 million move to a championship. I think a good player. I don't know. I think what Wilder's done. Stevens is the better of the two, definitely. When they went up, I looked at all these names and I thought, these lot have been playing in League One for my entire life. I can't believe these (laughs) lot are Premier League. That's exactly what I thought, Jack. The the, the League One names that have overachieved, and I think, like, without Wilder, they're now going to be at their level. Well, that's why I said they're going to get smashed every week, because the the core base, like you said, is a a League One team. Yeah, but the fact is, they still have got saleable assets, though, haven't they? No, but I, don't, I honestly don't know if they have. Like, like McBurney, though, they still, they've got enough there. To McBurney, he's, he's a championship player. Yeah, who does he go to, Mac? Like, who's going to buy him? Uh, he would go, though. Name one Premier League Swansea right now that you Swansea probably would buy him. Yeah, yeah. If Swansea went up, they'd probably buy him, yeah. There's so many players there that are just literally bang average footballers that they're overachieving under Wilder's stewardship. Yeah, and there's absolutely no way they they're in trouble next season. For me. I think they get about twenty or thirty. Scott, wouldn't you take anyone? I'd I'd uh, push take Sanderberg. I might take Lundstrom. I might take Lundstrom. That's the only one I can think. Well, of. they get about twenty million for Billy Sharp. Could pick up there. Through, they get about twenty million for Billy Sharp, though, wouldn't they? Billy Sharp. Oh, that is awful. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I think, I think you've seen the reaction there. That he said you no, should. I haven't, I haven't. I 20 million for Billy Sharp. That can get 20 quid. That's the title. <laughs> Just to be clear, I knew he's 35, I knew he wasn't going to sell. That's getting clipped up, Mark. And I, that's getting... <laughs> I see him as a replacement for Jamie Vardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. Maybe Ollie McBurney as well. Mark was shattered. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'd get about yeah. 30 or 40 million for John Fleckham. I've heard he's interested in a move to Brushy Dortmund because Leicester <laughs> are the Brushy Dortmund of England. He's going to go there. Oh, I mean, no, Harry Maguire's not cutting it in Man U, but Chris Basham, he could go for quite a big money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, when you look at this team, like I said, it's, it's a bunch of League One Championship players. It really Basham is. isn't a good footballer. If you ask actually, he's not. Just opinion on him, he's not a good. <laughs> he's footballer. He's hot. He's hot. He's really hard, but he's not. Do you know who's not a bad footballer, right? All- Ollie Norwood's not a bad footballer. Yeah, he's but he's a Championship footballer. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, but but you could argue that like he were garbage for us. It's just Wilder. I mean, you could you could good. say the bottom half Premier League top half. No, no. Wilder has made Not all these League One and Championship players look good for a year, and now they've been found out. Every Wilder's actually wonders like it's beyond bit like the yeah that it's he has changed crazy. that from probably for the they got the highest ever finish in the Premier League ever yeah. under. In the first year, with a team that basically had hardly anyone he spent on it, that's basically full league one side when he took over. <laughs> I mean, I've seen George Baldock in end of season. I played, seen him play for MK Dons. Like, I never thought I'd seen him play in Premier League. No, I've heard they're looking to sell, though, because they're looking at Rafinha thinking, yeah, we oh, can yeah. get him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, that's what I mean. You look at our team, there might be a few sellable assets you've got, like Rafinha's, maybe Calvin Phillips. You look at their team and you think, no one. Like, j- there's no one like that. There's no like a Rafinha team that you think, yes, yeah, someone will buy it. It's just, it's crazy. Like, I, I really can see him getting into a relegation battle next season. Really, if they don't get the management right, um, <clears throat> they will be down there for me. So, do you know when they went up from the championship? So well. Yeah, do you know when they went up from the championship, were you two all sort of thinking that they'd get about to go, go straight back down? Yes. Yeah, the only reason that I thought they might not is because of Chris Wilder. That's the only yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know it's sort of similar to Deitch, isn't it? Like you just know that the manager will would have got them think, through it. The promotion Chris Wilder might be able to. The championship was unreal. 
I think Wilder might be able to get another Premier League job. I think he could. He, he, I don't. I don't know though because he's built this can, team literally from League One. I, I, I can see him getting. I can, team takes him. Any if, team. if Ashley stays, I can see him getting the Newcastle job. If Ashley stays, I think Newcastle. That'd be a good match. That Newcastle go down Wilder to Newcastle. Yeah, that'd be a good match. It's not his thing though because the reason he went so well with Sheffield is because he supports. Yeah, Sheffield United because he supports them and he's sort of really passionate for Sheffield United. I don't know if he has that same impact on other clubs where he doesn't support. No, no, but the thing is, he uh, when he was at Northampton, he 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 were a big success for them as well. Yeah, I think it's unfair to say that. Yeah, but they're they're really low down. Yeah, Yeah. there's definitely built into that extra sort of. Will they do that extra one percent that's getting them the re- the results? I think I think he's I think he's just passionate about football as a whole as well. To be honest, so I can see him doing that. I could see him going back to a Premier League part. job. Not straight away. I think he'd take a relegated team from the Premier yeah. League. Maybe. I think yeah. Even West Allardyce won't stay in the Championship. He will Um and. I think, well, in my opinion, Newcastle going down, so Bruce will leave. Um, I think that'd be a good match made. For that's that his last job in it in management, Bruce. He don't get another one. Yeah, hundred percent. There's no way Steve Bruce gets another. Will job. he become the next Alan Pardew then, just jobless for about four years? Gone now. Will be a pundit on like Europa League games. Also. He does get a bit of grief though, Steve Bruce. But I remember when he took over Chef Wednesday. Before that, they went flying for a few months while they were in charge, didn't they? Like, like a bit in the championship, he's still regarded as quite a good manager. Like if a team yeah, got, he's always been good in championship. Yeah, but he's yeah, failed at Aston Villa, though, didn't he? He, yeah. he did, but he, he also did. he did, he did, yeah. He started that season with Dimitri, though, and that didn't work out. Yeah. But um, no, to say it like people think he's like not even like can be a manager anymore. Like there's championship clubs that he'd, he'd be brilliant in the championship with Steve Bruce still. Yeah. A club like Sheffield United. <laughs> Sheffield United. Uh, he's been Wednesday, though, hasn't he? So I don't know if he got. Yeah. Well, no, he's been at Sunderland and Newcastle. So. That's true. That's true. And he's a he's a Newcastle fan as well. He still wants. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, yeah, we'll move on. Um, we we reviewed Arsenal Spurs on Scott's podcast, the Premier League project. Yes, yes. Go check that out. Thanks, Jack. it's all right, mate. To sum it up, really, we're just. Lamella scored a good goal. He ran around like headless chicken. That's all of this sort of thing. Has anyone got anything to say about that before we start wrapping up? Sorry, what did you say? I missed that. Um, just, just a brief overview of the Arsenal Spurs game. Mate. I'll tell you what I will say. There's, there's a bit made, and I remember you saying on the podcast yesterday, which I don't think I agree with looking back, that sort of Spurs deserve something out of the game. I they think, you know, based, on, based on the last 15, they no, should... I'm not, saying they deserve, I'm not saying they deserve... They should, have, they should have got something out of it. See, I don't think they should, because I I think they were generally the worst team. One of them, They were awful. Absolutely horrendous for the rest You've of the You've got this agenda against Mourinho, haven't you? Really no, no, but, no, but Greg, <laughs> they, they had one shot in the first half, and Bitch had none of the ball at all, didn't create anything besides that one shot they had. They deserve, can, can I ask what you expected? Yeah, I expect them to put it on them because uh, realistically, Arsenal aren't that good. They're a tenth in the table Sorry, side. Have, have, you played... ever, have you ever watched Spurs? Have you ever watched Mourinho? Play? Yeah, I have. I have been watching them in recent weeks. Did you not watch them against... Um, oh, don't don't, don't home, say Burnley at home. Burnley at home. Um, <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah, as soon as you, you said that, say that I was like, I've game. definitely said that now. No, but you can because the fact is Crystal Palace in Arsenal, in the league, aren't that far apart. Like, they're not miles apart, so... You, it should, and it's been working, so why would you not carry on doing that? And he got a, got a win away at Fulham as well. And for all yeah. you lot, you all love Fulham, so it's like it's like Man United. You watch Man United go away to the big team. No, it's not like two old midfielders, and they sit in and they try and hit them with the four in front. And it they, they, they played against Aston Villa, who were higher in the league than Arsenal. They wouldn't have done that. So why would you do it against Arsenal, who are lower in the league? Arsenal is still a top six club, you know. They're lower in the league, but they're no, still but they're, a top they're six not, club. The tenth. The tenth right now, they're, they're the tenth best team in the division. Crystal they're still a top six club. But you think this summer, that you think this season is gonna change Arsenal being a top six I'm not, club? I've, I literally argued for them earlier saying to be teams that go Arsenal over Leicester still. The players that do that. But what I'm saying, we're not judging them on how big they are as a club here. We're judging them on where they are in the league. So should Spurs have gone from 
which Spurs I don't sure. do that though. Spurs no, don't they, do that. They and, do against and, teams that are mid-table. And they're no. mid-table, so why didn't they do it? No, Scott, just because... Just because just they're Arsenal doesn't mean it's any different. They're yeah, still it is that. It is that. Just because I know, I know that's the reason. Arsenal. But why? Just because teams are above it Arsenal. It has worked anyway. It's not like we're coming out of here with a draw or a win. Just because, teams, just because teams are above Arsenal doesn't mean that they're better than Arsenal. Arsenal have gone on a good run. They had a bad run of form at the start. <laughs> I mean, no, what's the point Isn't that exactly what the team <laughs> What is no, the point but... in the league table? All right. Leeds are better than Man City, but just Man City are a bit higher. Well, I'm not... No, but I'm, if, if you want to go through and you went, oh, yeah, a Villa are a better team than Arsenal. Well, no, this season, not. they clearly are. This season, they've got Didn't higher points in the Arsenal table. Arsenal this they've got higher points in the table. Doesn't mean that they're a better team than Arsenal, though. You go through Arsenal's team. What's the point of the league table, play? then? What, what do we, what's the league table, then? What does that do? Does that do anything? I think, I think the Brighton are the, the best basis team of form. In the league, so. League table is on the basis of form. Arsenal had a terrible start to the season. We already know that. So do you reckon are you saying that Arsenal will finish above Aston Villa? Do I think he will? I think they will. I think they will. So, if you're saying that, then that, you can make that comment, and that's fair enough. You should defeat in the point of a league table. That's no, 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 but but I get his point. point. Is... Like, if you think that Arsenal are going to finish above Aston Villa, then you can say that they're a better side. But if they don't, then obviously got coming for criticism. No, my yeah. point was the fact that Arsenal are a good enough team to have to play like that and it didn't work anyway, so why would you not criticise the way they played? I don't understand. What, what do you mean Arsenal like, aren't a good enough team to play like that? No, when Spurs, if Spurs, Spurs played Arsenal and they sat in and they lost against an Arsenal team, it was still in 10th even after a win. Why on earth, how can you come out and say that was the right approach when they lost the game, one, and two, the Spurs are a better team than Arsenal and they got outplayed pretty much the whole game. So how was that the right approach? I just don't understand. I'm not saying it's the right approach, Scott. I'm just saying... You were defending earlier, so you must be somewhere. I'm, I'm defending him because that's how he plays. That's just how you so should that, expect that's fine, it. Then. He plays... He plays he plays a system that doesn't work, so let's carry on doing it. The, the recent, the recent oh form God. has come because they weren't playing like that. So why not go back to that and then get Scott, beaten? Scott, 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 whether you that. like it, whether you like it, whether any of us sat here like the system... Mourinho's still going to play but that way. It doesn't matter. It's gone. It's done. That system yeah, is done. it's finished. He's absolutely finished. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So he's then a, he's, you're the saying he's a finished manager, if you, if you go with that, because it doesn't work. That doesn't work anymore. There's so many examples this season where they've done it and it hasn't worked. The, yesterday was just another one, another example. If you said to me at the start of the game, bear in mind as well, Arsenal have been shocking at the back with making mistakes. So why wouldn't you press them? Burnley pressed them and got some out of the game. But Spurs decided, no, we'll sit in and not cause <laughs> yeah. any mistakes at the back from a team that are well known for making a lot of mistakes no, at the back. Scott, Scott, I'm not, saying, no, he's right, I'm, he's not right. saying, I'm not saying that I disagree with you in terms of the style of football and that it isn't it isn't been working for me. It hasn't been working this season for Mourinho. But if if there's anything that you expected differently from that game, like. Why would you not when they've been playing different the last five games? Why would you not expect it's, it's such that? a Mourinho thing to do. No, it's a Mourinho thing to do in the big games. It's not a Exactly. That, and and but, whether you... Th- the North London derby is a big game. No, but it's not. Yeah, but Arsenal, but it is, but it Arsenal is. are the 10th best team in the league, though. They're not in the, if they're in the top four, oh, fair yeah. enough. They're nowhere near the top four. They're oh. not... <laughs> Villa, Villa, Villa versus Birmingham is a big game. If Villa played Birmingham now and their style was to sit in, they wouldn't sit in against Birmingham, would they? Even though it's a big game. It means nothing. That run about... Right. Where they are in the league, not about the the fixture. The fixture's a big fixture because they're both a massive but rival. Do, North but do, you, do you think but everyone? They're not a good team, at Arsenal. I'm sorry. Do you think every club looks at it and go, ah, oh, yeah, well they're there in the league, so that's how <laughs> they are. No, they don't. They don't. So I don't what? Care. So are you, are you then? So what are you defending here? Because you just said that you're not defending. So, it and so what, what I'm saying to you is, right, Everton a sixth in the table, Arsenal a tenth. You think if Everton go the Emirates next week, Everton are going to play expansive football? Not no, but a chance. Not a chance. Doesn't mean no, that's it's a been working for Spurs. It's been working for Spurs. You against Burnley at home. Against Burnley at home, it did. Against the like, sorry, you you lost to Burnley at home. Yeah, wait. This isn't. But what I'm saying is, Scott's argument is that on the basis of where they are in the table, <laughs> that determines how good they are. My argument is, if you go to Arsenal. <laughs> And they lost anyway, so I don't know how I can't make this point. And they played that football and it didn't work, then we can criticise it. And yes, we can criticise yes, it. You can criticise it. You can't. You can't criticise it. And that's what, what I'm doing. 
but but what did you expect? I don't, I don't think that has any. What I expected, I expected him to relevance. take the game to him, to be honest. Like they that always do. They all, they've always done that at Arsenal. That's why they win there every time. No, Mourinho's never it. done that at Arsenal. Never. Oh, Mourinho's only beat. This is his first full season. He's never done that at Arsenal with Spurs, so you can't you can't argue to say, ah, oh, yeah. Because it's well, his first time. Greg, what do you think then? Was that the right approach? No, I'm not saying it's the right approach. What I'm saying is it's an expected <laughs> approach. But I, I don't see how that. What has that got any relevance? Because you're sat here. I expected Mourinho right? played bad football and he did and he lost, so we can't. <laughs> you're sat here criticising it because you expected, yes, them to, you expected them to go and play expansive football. No, I can't understand why they didn't. I can't understand why they didn't do it because what they didn't win anyway. So it's not like they were Mourinho masterclass, which aren't masterclasses anyway. Well, they didn't. They didn't but, win, right? They didn't win. But against the top, against the top six, or right, let's go from your little top ten, the the actual top six, right? You can't tell me that Spurs have been to one ground away from home this season and played the top six and tried to play really expansive football, apart from Man United, where the other man sent off. And they also were winning. Were they winning like two or three one by that point anyway? Well, apart apart from Man United, right? You go through all the other games since then. They haven't been to a top six side and tried to outplay yeah, the, them. No, my point. I don't care that that this is a. I do because it's an. I, I care coach. about if they should have done it in them games. I, my point is they should be should be playing it open expanse football in them games. Not if I expected it or not. Because quite frankly, I don't really. What I expect is not. They're trying to win the game, not what expect what the expanse. Do what the fans expect. For me, he obviously doesn't feel comfort comfortable enough to do that because he doesn't have enough trust in his defence. And when you play against better attackers, then and you don't have enough trust in your defence, you have to you have to adapt your system and play a different way. No, but that, what, what it's does. not working. So why would you do it if it isn't working? Why do it? Well, it didn't work. It didn't work yesterday. We all. So know it hasn't that. worked all season. Well, arguably it has because he beat City at home. So it has worked. I knew you can bring that, but then find me loads more examples when they've done that system. It's worked tip notch. Right. Top notch. It doesn't. What, 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 yeah. Right. Let's move on from it. I wanted. I wanted the Arsenal Spurs thing to sort to be sort of brief. So does anyone else have anything to say? That we've <laughs> gone on the part for quite a while, so we should wrap it up now. To be honest, we could have done all this on yesterday about the actual game. Um, but those were sort of the only real games that significant over the weekend. Or anything, so. At least Chelsea were quite good. Good point for the boys. Snooze fest. Explosive <laughs> nil nil game. That one. Oh. Right. Before we wrap it up, then let's just have some predictions for uh, Wolves and Liverpool tonight. I'm going to say two nil Wolves. I knew you were. Wolves. Right. Interesting, Greg. Um, I'm gonna say two one wolves. Scott, we just had two people announce that wolves are gonna beat the champions of England last year. So I'm gonna throw <laughs> Liverpool win. Yeah, Scott. Uh, two two nil. I'm going for two nil Liverpool as well. I could see that happening. Um, because it's not Anfield, so we'll win that one. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll wrap it up there then. Thanks for listening to 117 Weekly. We'll be back next Monday after the next round of games. So it's bye from me and bye from the boys. Cheers. Thanks a lot. All right, thank you for listening. Cheers. Mourinho's finished.